Doug, you know how I'm always uh, saying that I'm going to live forever, right? That, that's my, yep. one of my live goals. to be for eternity, yeah. Yeah, and because my, my logic recently has been that if you can make it to, uh, you know, 80 or 90, by that point, surely they will have, they will have the technology that will get us to, to 200 or 300. And then if you can get there, then, I mean, within just a few years after you're, you know, you're 100 or 150, they're going to have us getting to be 1,000. And then, then, then you don't have to worry about death anymore. <laughs> so with that in mind, I mean, do you think it's fair for me to say that, that, the, that the supplement that I invented helps you live for eternity? <laughs> Is that, would the FDA you think approve that statement? <laughs> I mean, I, we probably shouldn't make that claim. <laughs> maybe we won't make that claim but the point is you got to get far enough to uh you want to be healthy for the long term so that you have that chance right <laughs> yeah. uh so that is that's one of the reasons why i invented and co-founded a company that makes uh this this product called complement so a plant-based diet is a wonderful no no at least you won't find any uh arguments against that from me uh, however I think if we are smart and honest and looking at the evidence, then there are things that are missing from that diet uh, on its own that don't, you know, make it as good as it could be for living as long as you can and staying healthy. Uh, the ones that most people know about are B12, vitamin D, and DHA and EPA, uh, which, by the way, are two omega-3 fatty acids. And besides that, there are a few little minerals and things like that, uh, iodine, zinc, selenium, vitamin K2, uh, those come to mind as things that vegans probably should be supplementing with. I don't want to say that all should, but people like me who think about this stuff a lot um, often do the research and land on, you know, come to the conclusion that we should be supplementing with those things. So that is um, what, you know, where Complement Plus came from. Uh, it's a, an, a vegan capsule that includes all of those things and doesn't include anything else because, Doug, as you know, I'm not a huge fan of taking multivitamins. We get all this good stuff from our food. Uh, so why would we want to be getting you know, more vitamin C in our diet than nature really intended for us. So it's those things without all the stuff that you don't need, uh, all in one pill, convenient. And what's great about it is that you can get all that protection for just around a dollar a day. You can get all the details and decide if Compliment Plus is right for you at nomidathlete.com slash smarter. That's nomidathlete.com slash smarter. This episode of Nomid Athlete Radio is brought to you by Aptive. Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. New members get 30% off an annual membership. Visit aptive.com slash no meat. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash no meat. Hey guys, Doug here with a quick pre-show announcement. In this episode, we talk a lot about how excited we are for the video feature of this podcast. And, you know, we kind of, you know, brag about how cool we are for doing it and so forth. But... Turns out we're running into some issues, some technical issues with the video aspect. So this audio version is going live now. You can head over to our YouTube channel and check it out and get ready for once the video versions do drop. But uh, don't expect to see it today, unfortunately, or at least not right now. So everything should be coming. We're trying to work everything out. But in the meantime, enjoy this audio version. And thanks for listening. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Me Athlete Radio. Matt, I guess if you're listening to this on iTunes, you don't realize how awkward we look right now. <laughs> but if you go to youtube.com slash athlete, then you can, you can see us in all of our awkwardness. <laughs> all of our awkwardness, yep. That's right, we, uh, we're... Keeping our promise of trying to 
do a video recording of this podcast and uh, this is the first attempt and it took us a solid hour and 15 minutes to yeah get to too this, long to, to get set up we had to rearrange the office yeah we got new stuff off amazon we have two feeds two video cameras that that will switch doug our cameraman will switch angles back and forth <laughs> yeah. unless the software will do it for us for us automatically we don't know about that yet we are very much hoping for that Yes, but if you are listening and you don't plan on going to YouTube, hopefully, uh, other than that little little intro, you won't notice anything different. I hope. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. So that's uh that's our goal. I know it might sound a little bit awkward just because it's hard not to get that awkwardness onto the <laughs> mic. Just it reminds me of that first time that we we did one of these in person, and uh, we had done a few by then, a couple dozen probably, and mm-hmm. then you you were moving down to Asheville or you were here visiting or something and we said okay let's let's do it in person to sort, sort of get ready and it took us like five takes to get started because we just were <laughs> laughing it was really weird <clears throat> but anyway it's been a while since we've done one in person uh, aside from the videos so it's good to be back together doing them again makes it feel like we're taking this more seriously which is always yeah, good we are season three season three is the year we go big it, it sure is the yeah. season i guess so um what, what do you got, Doug? Anything new before we get into our topic today? No, I don't think so. No new stories? <laughs> nothing? nothing <laughs> I, got, I, really, I really got nothing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, all right. It's good. Summertime. We had our first couple of cucumbers come into the garden, so that was there big. There you go. Yeah. That is big. Made an entire salad based on everything from the garden. Oh, Onion, yeah? cucumber, and kale and lettuce. There you go. Yeah. Good. It was good. Very nice. Yeah. Like what about you? I know you've been watching a lot of soccer. Been watching World Cup, of course. That's been fun um you know anyone who's watching it knows what's going on so a lot of upsets kind of a fun interesting yeah. year for it um just had some friends in town my friends sig hernandez and evelise capo they are uh they run the food pharmacy that's their online brand and in-person cooking brand and that was fun good time to, good to see them yeah cool um a couple more bear sightings recently more bears more bear sightings like two day. in one day two in one day uh yesterday okay this, we're all in here in the backyard uh, driving up and down this hill, okay. this mountain, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's fun, but yeah, same same stuff. I watched it. I saw a video the other day of a bear stuck inside somebody's car. Did oh you, yeah, I heard Aaron actually was talking about uh, causing three thousand dollars worth of damage on yeah. the car. Totally tore up everything. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you shut your windows. Keep the doors. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll do that. So <laughs> um, we're talking today about. Uh, I guess what we were calling it, Doug is. Our advice for people who are ready to go vegan. And I guess it could be going vegetarian too. It just seems like everyone, vegan is what people care about these days. Yeah. Vegetarian sort of sort of, uh, kind of had its heyday in the 80s, I think. Maybe the 90s, right? Now it's like, I don't know. I feel like I don't meet anybody who's vegetarian anymore. I meet, vegan or, uh... I meet vegans and I meet, I meet people who, who well, are Katie's, paleo. Katie's kind of a vegetarian. Yeah, she is. Yep. It's just, I don't. She's weak. <laughs> is that a is that a big source of conflict for you? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's not so bad. Really, I mean, uh, you know, as we've talked many times before, since we're vegan at home, it's it's really Oh yeah, it's I forgot like that. it's really just pretty rarely once or twice a week maybe that she has something that isn't vegan, but she doesn't have like Doritos at home that, that no, for you or No. We went to a birthday party the other day, she had a piece of cake. You know, it's oh, like yeah. that kind of thing that uh Mhm. But Good. All anyway, right. She's pretty weak. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Katie. <laughs> so uh, I guess what we what we are framing this as is we didn't want it to make it like advice for people who are who are deciding because we've never been the type to say 
you know, you should go vegan. It's the right choice for you. It's the right choice for everybody. Right. We may or may not think that, but we don't we don't advertise that. It's not it's not yeah. not our thing. Uh, but for those who are on board, who want who want to do it, we do want to make help you make it last as long as possible. Because I don't like, to, of course, to see people who who try this diet and then you know make it a month or even a week or even a weekend and then they stop because of some reason that really didn't need to make them stop. You, mm-hmm. I, I would say for the most part, you don't discover things about a diet like this one in the course of a week or even a month that would say, this is the wrong choice for me. Yeah. Some people maybe. Some people like it just might not be compatible with your lifestyle, whether that's your friends or family or you know your upbringing. I don't know. I suppose there could be, could be deep conflicts that arise, and you might realize that. But uh, I don't know. I would think if, if, it's, if it's really something that doesn't work for your body, I think it's going to take you a long time to say, okay, this is not – I don't feel as good as I – would otherwise or used to and Mm -hmm. but i just don't think you're gonna reach that decision in in a week or a month so the point of this is is to get you through those first few weeks or months without without being uh derailed by something you know brother-in-law guy saying you're not getting enough protein or whatever right sure so um let's see where do we where do we lead it off by the way we're trying not to prepare for episodes anymore (laughs) We, we decided that a few minutes ago uh i think we do better that way I, we don't want to have as we said we're kind of going through a bunch of the topics we've covered before yeah and when we did them before we kind of did them in the same way that we used to write blog posts which was like you know come up with the top 10 or top five or best you know most compelling most uh clickbaity ideas you could and then put them into the into the content and i don't know we i think our podcasts are way better when we are just talking and there's room and space from to the heart of, from the gut. exactly and there's <laughs> and there's room and space to go off on tangents that yeah. may be completely unrelated eventually um i just think things are more natural i don't like production i realize i do not like podcasts that have much production to them at all like yeah. when they start putting music in between people's voices especially in like the first five minutes of an episode when there's people it's just going in and out of music and then people saying stuff have you heard that on podcasts i mean i, I love like the good highly produced story yeah I, I can't do this i just i'm I'm out on those see yeah. i'm i'm actually out on podcasts like ours where oh really <laughs> where people just sit and talk <laughs> <laughs> like yeah no i i love a good highly produced uh you know storyline kind of yeah podcast. it just it just sounds so fake to me when people when i hear people kind of reading a script and then there's music and then someone's reading something mm-hmm. i don't know but anyway neither here nor there we <laughs> the way we're doing this is uh trying to make it as if we are just hanging out because i think those are the best conversations and the best episodes yeah and probably the most useful also because again if you hear people telling you about how to be vegan or how to you know run ultra marathons and it's done in a way where there's seven bullet points that they're trying to get through I just don't think that's the most believable, genuine type of advice you could get. I think it's way better to hear it in a more natural manner. I think it just sounds more believable and can be implemented more easily and all that. So definitely. On that note, um, I guess to start us off, I think I think the the major obstacle with a plant based diet is the confidence that it's mm-hmm. not going to work, or the confidence that it's working, or the lack thereof. Yeah. Right. So I think that's people's, you know, the big issue is is you start eating this way. And you go a few days and you feel like it is fine. But then in, in the back of your mind, there's the thing about I'm not getting enough protein. That's the obvious one. But then there's all this other stuff that might not even have a name of a nutrient associated with it. But just this sense that I'm not going to get what I need from this diet mm-hmm. because it's so different from 
what we were raised to believe that you have to eat, you know, these square meals that have this much of an animal product on there. And then, you know, dairy making you strong. And we were moving all these things that we are kind of raised to believe make you strong. Right. So that to me is the, the major hurdle. And I think what contributes to that is, is obviously going to be people in your life who keep reminding you of that. And there are going to be those people probably. Almost um, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. So you get rid of them. <laughs> yep, you cut those friends you cut out of your those, life. Anybody who's an ace here, just. <laughs> uh, no, so I think I think it comes down to two things. I think, first of all, you kind of just need to trust that if you're not eating the junk food, if you're just eating whole plants for the most part, mm-hmm. um, that is enough planning and thought about it. I like I know people like to in the beginning they want to make sure they're getting this much protein, this much carbohydrate, this much fat this many total calories. I don't think that's really uh, a good use of energy in the early going. I think maybe it will help give you confidence. And that's why people take the protein powders, right? They, they like to have this confidence, even if I think that doesn't really help you at all. But if it helps you stay with it, then that's fine. Um, but I think you gotta, you need to kind of be sold on the power of whole foods as just a, such a great healer of so many things. Um, and and really the way to do that, because because that argument is hard to buy without anything to back it up or examples. Um, so for your own sake and for the sake of should arguments arise and should you want to engage in those, you got to start reading. So like start finding stuff to follow. Follow uh, Michael Greger, nutritionfacts.org. That's yep. one that every time I subscribe to that all the time. I don't watch them all. But every time I watch one of those videos, it's just like another tiny little data point that says, wow, I didn't know plant-based diets could help with that ailment. Uh, and it's it's all based on science. And like I just feel like once you've watched a hundred of those videos, you start to build this case that like you know it's it just kind of starts to eventually undermine that big belief structure that says you can't be strong and healthy with eating plants. Yeah, and there's so many resources out there now. I mean, so many different books, so many blogs, and everything. And if you just kind of dive into those types of things and begin to kind of convince yourself otherwise, and plus that gives you oftentimes it gives you the knowledge to then be able to kind of counter the you're not getting enough protein thing. Not that you should, not that I don't think either of us would recommend kind of arguing about that um, when someone questions that, uh, I don't know, like a friend. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe you should argue. Yeah, so, I mean. Certainly have a response. Um, but, you know, but it kind of gives you, it arms you with some knowledge to to not let those doubts creep in as much. Right. I think that's what's really important. Whether, whether or not you want to engage in an argument and try to convince someone otherwise which you know i don't do because it's just for the most part arguing is pointless you just everybody's just going to believe more strongly what they believed before um at least if you have a response that you know in your head you know why they are wrong or why you were right or whatever Mm -hmm. um then that's fine then 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 that argument doesn't serve to start to make you doubt this as like you said so i do think it's really important because if you come away if you're if and and will happen in the early days because you can't have read enough books in the early days if you're sure you know and I wouldn't suggest read a hundred books before you you know dive in like you should just go for it I think it's worth you don't need to be you don't need a ton of education like I said like eating whole foods is good um, there are things to think about there are things that after a couple months on this diet like you know eventually you will become deficient in B12 if you're not doing that and then if you if you weren't reading and things then yeah you might actually miss out on that and potentially get in some trouble later on. Um, but I was going somewhere with that, and then I then I got off topic. <laughs> um, the point is, like there there are going to be 
people who raise points that you don't have a good response to. Yeah, uh, it's, right. It's going to happen. And when it does, like, who cares, you know, whether you lose that argument or not? Like we said, that doesn't matter. But if if then that starts to, you know, those those things start to pile up and the doubts start to pile up and then you don't have answers in your head, then that's that's not really good for, for you know, the chances that you make this diet work and last. Um, so that's why I think like there's no reason to keep reading and prepare before you can dive in, but be reading and be learning as you are doing it and just kind of always for really forever. I mean, you should always kind of be learning a little bit more about sure. Yeah. So that's, that's my first advice is, is be, you know, don't overthink the nutrition side of things. Mm-hmm. Like just whole foods is really what you need to worry about at first. Um, and if you're, if you're cutting out the plant-based junk food, like then you're going to start to see good things happening. You're going to start feeling the difference. Um, and then and then be educated. And like I said, you don't need to totally get educated before you start, but just kind of educate yourself as you're going. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I Mine, uh, well, the one I was going to start with is kind of counters that a little bit. <laughs> um, so I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I was having, uh, it was a, it's a yoga teacher in town, somebody who uh, is certainly into their body and, you know. This isn't Katie, right? No, not, not Katie. <laughs> no. Um, you know, and like open to experimental things. But uh, she, she said that she, two years ago, I guess she did Veganuary, vegan, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know about until an episode of this podcast. Oh, yeah, right. right. That's <laughs> Something right. not that long ago. Um, she did it and she liked it and she did I think went into did all of February as well um, but she said that by the end of month two she all, all she was doing was eating rice crackers all the time or rice uh, rice cakes all the time mm-hmm. because she just couldn't feel like she ever felt full enough or knew ever knew what to eat what to snack on so she's like feeding herself with rice cakes all the time and so mine is to have a little bit of a plan so not to like break down the nutrients or anything like that but to have some sort of um, you know, five or six go-to recipes, some snacks that you've kind of pre-researched ahead of time or, um, you know, that your friend can suggest or whatever. Um, and, and have like arm yourself a little bit so that it's not, um, you're not going in totally blind where you're having to be like, I have no idea what's cooked right now. Because I do think that's a real problem of, of new vegans or people who, um, who just aren't vegan. It's so hard for them to wrap their head around like what a plate looks like without the meat as like the center of it. Right. Right. Um, and, and to kind of do a bit of research, maybe even experiment with some recipes of vegan recipes so that you are comfortable with that. You have no, you know, you have a few meals that you can just lean on. Um, and then you hopefully won't be caught just eating rice cakes all the time. Yeah. But I mean, to me, if you're eating rice cakes all the time, that's not that horrible of a thing. Like that shouldn't be the only food you're eating, but I don't think filling in all the, holes in your diet with that is such a bad thing right it's just no i mean right rice rice cakes are are, you know are not all that unhealthy but like you wouldn't want to eat only that obviously you don't want to what eat only that right well i mean if if you're just like having to if you're feeling like hungry all the time or deficient and the way you feel like you can fill that void is with snacks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that's not the way to do it right right so what you said um i think that's great and i think it, it makes a good point, or for me, it reminded me of something that, like, you don't need to just go vegan overnight. You don't need to go vegetarian overnight. You could, and this this comes back to something we talk about all the time, which is the small steps kind of 
gradual, easier way in approach. And, and you could or could not apply that here. You don't have to. Um, but, you know, you don't need to make the day you go vegan the first time you eat a vegan meal and have a vegan meal that you like, <laughs> right, right? Right. Like totally, you could, yeah. if you really plan to go vegan, you could spend the next month being halfway vegan and and discovering what those five or six staple recipes are that you're going to mm-hmm. want to use. And I'm not saying you need to do that. Like if you're totally excited about just becoming vegan, by all means, go for it. You don't need to wait a month to to do it. But this goes back to the power of that whole small steps method. And I think the reason, like, it's a really good point that when you first start eating this way, even just vegetarian. It, it sort of feels like what am I going to actually eat? Like I, it just I kind of forgot for a little while how foreign it felt back then. How mm-hmm. how strange it felt to not have the meat and the starch and the vegetable making up the dinner plate anymore. It's like what right. what yeah. do you put on here? But the reason that I never really dealt with that as far as you know a, a hurdle or obstacle that was you know trying and and made this diet difficult was that I eat in so so gradually. So I like I said I've said many times that I went a year without eating beef or pigs without eating four-legged animals and during that year basically got used to then going to restaurant menus and not looking at or going to restaurants and not looking at that side of the menu right that was just like a very very small step in that direction and then i went a month or something where i didn't eat chicken anymore or turkey and i was now just so cut out the two-legged animals now just eating fish and now it's even smaller part of the menu and this doesn't apply just to restaurants. It also applies to going to a friend's houses and parties and kind of starting to think ahead and having to plan my food because there wouldn't always be a fish and vegetables meal at a party or whatever I was going to do. Sure. So I had to start to figure that stuff out. And then as I was doing that, of course, you know, it's not like I ate fish seven times a week. I started eating vegetarian and vegan meals in there. Uh, but because I wasn't fully all the way there yet it never felt like scary or difficult it was just that i was trying a new vegetarian meal tonight mm-hmm. um so that's why i really like that small steps method i just think that there are so many great things that it does for you uh it teaches you gives you a chance to practice you get to practice meal planning you get to practice shopping and like i said you get to practice talking to people about the way you're eating and why you're no longer eating this you know certain food so i'm still a big advocate of that um I guess I've come off that stance a little bit. I do think there are some people who who just can't get excited about that. They don't have the patience to do that. They want to go for it. Um, but th- that's that's the reason I like that small steps approach. So I think if you can incorporate aspects of that even into something where you are doing it all at once, uh, then that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so what about? Uh, I mean, we talked about the doubts and everything, but like, you know, one thing I've definitely noticed is that even many years in people still kind of give me a hard time about it right mm-hmm. do you have any advice for how to deal with that <laughs> <laughs> i know you do and and we talked about it before but i mean like yeah you know, i think that the new vegans or people who are considering going vegan should should understand that um people are still gonna give you a hard time you know and and people are still gonna make jokes and uh and that's okay right i mean it's just kind of the way it is right yeah i i think that can be a huge thing. Um, we have both had the attitude of sort of, you know, just laugh at yourself with them. And some, not, some people don't, don't like that. Some people will want to stand up and fight for it, and they will welcome the chance to argue for why they do this right. uh, and fight back. And that is that is totally fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Uh, and I think, I think the movement needs people to do that, and it needs people to also do what we do. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, that's been my approach. I don't. I actually don't hear the getting a hard time about it anymore. I don't know why. I just haven't, in the past three four years, gotten that from people. Maybe maybe that's a sign that it's kind of becoming more common, more accepted. It happened to me twice last week. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess it it caught me off guard both times. So maybe it hasn't happened in a while. Right. But like twice last week, uh, I mean, they were, you know, they were just poking fun. Like it wasn't anything personal. Like new people you just met? Um, One person was new and one person uh, wasn't. So Uh Mm -hmm. one one person was like a friend of a friend who I've met a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, So what did you do? I mean, both times I, I took the approach that I always do, which is just to kind of like laugh with them and make a joke, you know, some sort of self-deprecating joke, and uh, <laughs> and then just try to avoid the situation because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I mean, like one of them. One of them, in fairness, um, later that evening, we we talked more about it, and like they asked some questions, you know, mm-hmm. and. and we had a longer conversation about it, which was good, which was great. I think. Um, Did you tell me you won your twenty-four hour race? Well, I mean, no, we we started talking about ultra running later. And yeah. That's what, and then they were like connected the dots, and then they started kind of asking about that. Um, yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, I think I think a lot of that stuff. Um, well, maybe maybe not, but I think some of that stems from still the same thinking that we talked about that you're not going to be strong if you don't do this right yeah uh, if you don't eat animal products so mm-hmm. i i do think that maybe that's part of the reason that i think it hasn't been that big an issue is just that i don't know i think people that i meet i think because they know about no meat athlete i think they think i am a better athlete than i am i think they <laughs> i think people have that sense and maybe that's why they don't fight about it um because i just think if you were if you're an example of somebody who's active and fit and you're doing this and i just think i don't know and you've been doing it for many years and like what is there to criticize as far as right yeah totally. uh, i don't know so if you so just tell them tell me when you're kind of my race or your 24 hour race <laughs> <laughs> i just wear the battle all the time yeah just carry around yeah. the little award and uh yeah and then they'll know everybody will just know and, there, there you and go. then they won't question me yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't felt like I've dealt with that at all recently. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe I don't even notice it. And you know what? Someone did say something like a, a couple weeks ago, and it didn't occur to me that this happened. But he's, I think I was out to dinner with Aaron. We went to a Spanish restaurant, Curate. You know that one? Yeah. Local. Mm-hmm. Um, for Father's Day, she had arranged a vegan tasting menu there. Wow. With sort of vegan wine pairings as well. So that was really fun. But then after we went to the bar at the restaurant when we were done eating dinner, and someone came up definitely very much a uh i don't know sort of a a uh right leaning kind of guy uh just had that i don't know if he's talked about hunting or what i just kind of had that sense that he was sort of in that crowd so he asked me for restaurant recommendations nearby because he was visiting and i said oh we're vegan so we're probably gonna like suggest probably different ones than you and he said uh (laughs) and he said oh okay well everybody's got their got their flaws or something like that (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and i guess that's mean. yeah but it wasn't it wasn't weird then i just sort of chuckled and like that was it uh-huh i don't know i guess i could point out what i thought were his flaws if i wanted but i didn't really <laughs> want to do that so i don't know yeah no i mean you know but that kind of thing that kind of thing i think happens and uh and so be prepared for it and let it my advice my personal advice and the philosophy i take is just kind of let that roll off because you'll yeah. 
you'll get too frustrated otherwise yeah i think i think as soon as you can laugh about it and i, I you don't have to i don't think get to the point of making self-deprecating jokes i mean you <laughs> can but i just think as soon as someone maybe when people do that a lot of it might be as a sort of test right to see how you're going to react to that right yeah and maybe that's why i don't experience it much because i think as soon as you chuckle at it and then mm-hmm. bring up something else i think maybe it becomes a lot less interesting for that person to oh definitely i'm to sure talk yeah. about, right mm-hmm. so i don't know I, I do think we have a very similar approach uh it just hasn't happened in a while for me i mean it's other than that guy <laughs> <laughs> so anyway what else what about fake meats doug fake meats protein powders Fake meats and protein powders. Well, you know, I think fake meats are the best thing since yeah. white bread. Yeah. <laughs> and then the same goes. Sliced bread. Sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> Not white bread. Yeah, sliced bread, right. Um, no, I uh, I think, you know, I think fake meats have their place. I certainly enjoy them from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I love treating myself to a... Uh, vegan brat or a you know a, a veggie burger that tastes pretty good something special uh when we're at a barbecue or something like that but um i do i do worry i think like what you i know you feel that um one of our cams, cameras is vibrating yes, it is. i didn't know how to <laughs> while that camera is vibrating why don't we pause to thank our sponsor okay this episode of no meat athlete radio is brought to you by aptive Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. Aptive makes the highest quality training available to everyone with a carefully selected group of certified personal trainers that guide you through every workout. The trainers have a wide array of personalities and offer a variety of classes and levels, from just starting out to advanced, to keep you engaged with your program over time. There are even over 30 classes added to the app each week. Now, we've mentioned before that I've used Aptive for strength workouts a few times, but Recently, I've been testing out the running workouts as well, which is pretty cool. If you're in a funk with your plan and need to mix things up, just throw in the app. They have a variety of speed workouts and interval runs, treadmill workouts, and even race-specific workouts for 5Ks all the way up to the marathon. It can be pretty fun to have a coach in your ear telling you exactly when to push and when to pull back. Subscriptions start at $14.99 build monthly or $99.99 for an annual membership. For a limited time, new members get 30% off an annual membership, which is just $69.99 for the whole year of unlimited workouts. Visit aptive.com slash no meat. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash no meat. Okay. Uh, similar to you, you know, I worry that people start leaning too much on on the vegan meat especially as they start getting tastier and i know that like as i was transitioning they played a big role in that transition probably in a positive way because uh it did answer that question of like what do i put on the plate if i don't have a meat um but you know i think it's a bit of a slippery slope so i know you you feel very strongly about this so i'm gonna <laughs> pass the baton i mean we've talked about it i don't i don't need to get into all of it i think i think the fake meats are a bad thing uh for the most part i, I think if if you on a personal level, if you can have them every now and then, uh, that's fine, and they can they can enhance your veganism, right, and make it more enjoyable. You don't have to you don't have to miss the foods that you maybe used to love as much because you can get pretty close now with the substitutes. Yeah. Um. So I think that's fine. I don't think it's good when people, if if vegan food, if whole whole plant food starts to be replaced in any you know significant percentage at all in a diet with that kind of stuff. Uh, I think I think we lose a huge, huge benefit. I talked at the beginning about this, about all the benefits of a plant-based diet. 
um, that just all you know they just keep coming up over and over. It's not like it's not like just heart disease or just certain cancers. It's just a thousand different conditions and ailments. That, not a thousand. It's probably an exaggeration. Actually, it's probably not. There probably are more than that. But as as I said, I, as I listen to Dr. Greger's stuff, you know, just who knows Alzheimer's, um, hospital surgery recovery time. I'm just sports recovery. There's all kinds of different little things that just eating good fresh whole plant food helps you with. Sure. Um, and but none of those studies are based on people who are eating Beyond Burgers. Uh, or or even you know huge amounts of of oily salty stuff right it's, it's whole foods um and so so like you it, it can really help in the transition i think that's a crucial time uh it's kind of ironic it's kind of funny to me that like that's the thing that gives you comfort in saying well here i can have a square meal that still makes me strong or feel strong uh it's like the exact food that you're trying Doesn't. to take away right yeah, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. the it's the thing it's the worst one of the worst foods you can eat on a plant-based diet right um is the food that makes you feel like you know good like you're still eating in the old way and you're you feel strong as a result so i don't know i don't i don't think they're horrible i think they certainly have a use the problem is i think as they get better and better there are going to be people, lots of people who are going plant-based because they think well you don't have to give up the food you love anymore you just mm-hmm. have to eat plant versions of them and I don't think that's a good thing at all. So, uh, you know, use them in the beginning, that definitely. But just eventually try to move on, on to something else. Yeah, um, I, I think that uh, if if all you're looking at is health, then that's that's true, and that's a big one for a big motivator for you, obviously, and certainly for me too, and, and for a lot of vegans. But um, you know, as far as the environment goes or uh, animal cruelty goes, you know, obviously picking it's like someone who's choosing a vegan burger over a a meat burger. You know, it's, that's completely different. Well, it's not <laughs> because if because if everybody's doing that, like we said, in ten fifteen years, the big studies are going to come out, and it's going to say, "Oh, a plant based diet isn't all that healthy after all." No, that's what I'm saying is that if 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 all you're looking at health, then right. But I'm saying if you look at all of it together, then yeah. when the result comes out that you know they look at population studies and we say, "Oh, plant based diets aren't actually that healthy; they're the same as everything else." Then everyone goes back to everything else, and then the environment. And the you know compassion sort of reasons all that gets undone. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, I mean that is that's my concern, right? I don't, yeah. I don't. It is not on an individual health level that I think it is a terrible thing that these burgers are around, right? If you want to choose to be unhealthy and eat that stuff, uh, and eat plant or fake meats, or whatever, that's fine. But I think if lots and lots of people are doing that, then all of a sudden it starts to harm those other aspects as well because of that backlash effect that happens a decade from now. But if, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if people, you know, a lot of people recycle, right? They're like a little bit environmentally conscious, but not like, you know, going off the grid, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people kind of take small steps and if, um, and, and are totally okay with that. You can drive a Prius or whatever. Um, if everyone was like, oh, well maybe this time I'm just going to get veggie burgers instead of, regular burgers but i'm not giving up meat or anything like that mm-hmm. just this time i'm choosing veggie burgers you know yeah, okay. every other time like like and and we just incrementally mm-hmm. decrease the amount of meat that we were consuming as a whole mm-hmm. right like that would be not that would be good for the environment that'd be good for yeah the animals right i think so <laughs> i kind of get behind that yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well good i'm glad we glad we got back together yes <laughs> And protein powder is kind of the same thing. Right? Yeah, you don't powder. you don't need them. They don't mm. help. They probably hurt. Uh, but if it helps you 
be okay. Like I know in the beginning for me to know that I could get 30 grams of protein in the morning in my smoothie. Yeah. That made it doable for me because now I, now I realize I didn't need that, but then I could not have been convinced that I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. So to get it from whatever protein source I was doing, Vega or whatever else, uh, you know, help, help me last on this and help me when I heard the criticism from people and said, you're not getting enough protein. I could know in my head, not if not arguing back, but know that I had, was getting my, whatever I wanted each day, 80, 90 grams. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think they, they play that same role and they're really almost identical to, to the fake meats. Yeah. 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 I've never been a protein powder guy. No? No. I've taken some like the green powders. Right. And they're okay. Um, but I've never, like, I don't think I've ever been a protein powder guy. Even before you were plant-based or vegan? You didn't go through a college phase where you had the big tub on top of your refrigerator? No, I never did that. Oh, my God. Well, I never really, I've never been a gym guy. I never, like, tried to gain a bunch of muscle or anything. Mm-hmm. There you go. I've always wanted a six-pack, but. <laughs> you should have taken protein powder. <laughs> protein powder would probably do it. You're right. Yep, that would be good. All right. So what, what else? else what other advice? You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's that much more to it, right? I mean, I think one of the great things about this diet that not everyone realizes. This is said all the time. We don't have we haven't said it that much, um, but others do. Is that People view this diet as a taking away of mm. all these foods that you like. What it has turned out to be for me and so many other people is this, you know, huge dive into, I don't know, doubling or tripling the variety of foods that you actually eat. If I think back to my pre-vegetarian days, I probably ate 20 foods in a week. Yeah. Like, honestly, I probably had three different types of fruit. I probably had chicken, beef, maybe pork, maybe fish uh cheese yeah a cheese and then some vegetables would eat broccoli sometimes salad sometimes but that was kind of it yeah and i don't i mean a lot of people argue that having all this immense variety of food is healthy and maybe it is i don't think it's that important as a lot of people think it is but just as far as eating interesting food and as far as like what you're getting into when you decide to eat this way it's not it's not committing to a, a lifetime or a year or whatever you plan to do of of eating boring stuff and eating salad uh it's really i mean you eat entirely different things for yeah me, it, it's right. really got, i started i found uh the indian restaurant in the, my town and that i'd never been to before because i wouldn't have considered going to get indian food just wouldn't have done that it was not in part of my world you know was, i was in a box yeah. I would need it. And, and then i found a thai restaurant and then i looked up how to cook those recipes at home so then i started cooking those kinds of foods and uh, it's just it's just so many different foods, and that and that's not even getting into all of the different health foods, right? like the quinoa and the amaranth, and just all these other things that you can try. I mean, I don't eat that many of those things day to day anymore, but you try them, and and You're not kind a quinoa of, head. No, I don't really like quinoa that much. Oh. I think it's okay. It's just it's not my favorite thing. I enjoy I enjoy a good bowl of quinoa. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Anyway, so uh, it is it is. Anything but boring. It it yeah. you know you get to try a lot more things. I've said in the past how when I I was really into cooking when I started eating this way, and then after you know for the next three or four years I was less into cooking mm-hmm. because I started looking at I don't know I kind of got out of the food as entertainment thing and I started just sort of eating for health. And I, I will say that my my cooking got less interesting then, even if I was eating lots more different foods than I wasn't before. Um, but recently it's kind of it has bounced back in the other direction and. I don't know. None of that though has been has been 
because you don't have any more choices of food. You, your choices open up tremendously. I shouldn't say they open up. You always have those choices. You can eat. You can be omnivorous and eat Indian food and Thai food and all kinds of interesting plant foods and grains and whatever else you want to go eat. Uh, but you kind of just don't need to. And there's not really. I don't see a lot of people doing that, and I certainly didn't. So mm-hmm. that that turned out to be uh, an unexpected, you know, surprise of of doing this, and it was really a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My last one, I think, before we wrap up here, is to um, to give yourself a little space, give yourself a little time, because the first week might be really hard. Uh, you might not even feel great the first week. Like some people say, they immediately start feeling great. Um, I didn't really notice any difference. I don't think at first, um, because partly because I kind of took some small steps to, to ease into it. But um, but then I, you know, I think other people might not feel great. They might feel tired or hungry or something like that you know Mm -hmm. and so to give yourself a little bit of time to ease into it and um and just kind of embrace whatever happens and not not just assume that a couple bad days mean that it's not working for you right and then eat enough food it's it's pretty easy to not eat enough especially as an athlete uh if you if you cut out the the animal foods from your plate or your diet then you probably drop 30 percent of your calories if you just replace them Mm with with even you know still calorically dense foods like starchy things like beans or grains um, but much more if you're replacing them with, you know, vegetables like broccoli or salad, where there's just not much caloric density at all. Uh, so make sure you're getting enough calories. And I think over time, it's quite likely you will find. Like Brendan Brazier always used to advocate for the idea that uh, because plant foods are so dense in micronutrients, that you actually need many fewer calories for your body to recover and do what it needs to as an athlete. Uh, and that, and that perhaps that's why plant-based diets do have all these great recovery benefits because mm. you're taking in fewer total calories. So there's less work for your body to do, but you're still getting all that stuff and more that you used to get out of a lot of calories. Mm. So I do think in the long run, uh, it's certainly worth experimenting with caloric restriction in different ways, whether it's the intermittent fasting thing we've talked about uh, or just eating less calorically dense foods. And I think that's kind of the key long-term longevity-wise. Uh, just eat foods that aren't really dense in calories for the most part. But in the beginning, again, it's, we've drawn this th- distinction now a lot of times between that first couple months and then what you're doing after that. Right. Because those first couple months, you're still so used to the old way, uh, I think it's important to make sure you do eat enough food because you will fill up at mealtime and you'll think you're pretty full, but kind of by the same properties of this plant-based diet makes it that you digest that stuff really quickly. Yeah. And then an hour or two later, after you ate what seemed like a really filling meal, you're hungry again. And I guess one way to interpret that is, well, I'm always hungry. I'm not getting what I need from this diet. But you could also just make it a point to bring extra fruit or nuts and seeds with you and just eat more. And I'm not saying eat more at mealtime and stuff yourself. I'm not saying to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to digest this food pretty quickly, then have some other snacks or just eat more frequent meals during that adjustment period when you're getting used to it. Yeah, I agree. Sounds great. Good. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's do it. So that's uh, that's our advice for... How to make your plant-based diet last. We didn't say go vegan. We never said to do that. No. <laughs> but you should. Yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're probably interested enough that it is worth a try. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's that's. if I were going back now, and a lot of those things I did, not all of them, mm-hmm. but if I were going back again and I wanted to give every chance of success for this thing to last, then those are the things I would do. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you want to check it and watch it, then head over to youtube.com slash athlete. If you're watching it, then I guess you should subscribe, right? And that the thing you're supposed to ask to do. 
Yes, hit that subscribe button at the bottom of the screen, right? and I'm pointing downwards. If you do this. And a big thumb and up, everyone. <laughs> like and yeah, subscribe. Yeah, we we're gonna have to work on that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the tag, the thing you say at the end. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> smash that. Smash oh yeah, that, smash. Yep. Smash like the that subscribe button. Yeah. Yes, yeah, smash that. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I think we're a little awkward today, but we'll. Yeah, it's a little off, but we'll get there. We'll get better. I think part of it was like this uh, big, long hour and fifteen minute yeah. build up to figuring out all the equipment which <laughs> if you looked at our setup you would realize it shouldn't have taken us that long but no. we're having some computer issues and yeah we had some all right all right good well, i'm glad we got uh, a video episode up and running assuming it all works <laughs> yeah but uh that's good that's a step in the right direction for us absolutely all right all right Take thanks care. for listening and watching <laughs> <laughs>